So I apologize. I was going to put this podcast out like a week ago, but I just got flooded with a lot of questions from you guys. I think my Instagram is overloaded. My Facebook group is overloaded. <laughs> my personal, um, I think even my hotline for, um, I have a, a hotline for WhatsApp. It's not a WhatsApp, guys. Sometimes people start WhatsApping me and they think it's like my personal WhatsApp. It's not. Um, it's for people who have questions about different things that I have, different, um, you know, free classes I have or Thrive Muslima and they, they talk to me on that. And so subhanAllah, I'm getting like, you know, overloaded and a lot of discovery calls. Everyone wants to talk to me. And so this got pushed back, but it is important. So today we're going to do a podcast on Halloween. And here's the question. And you know, it's funny, actually, before I do the question, um, I was thinking about kind of how creepy handing out candy to kids with COVID might be this year. I didn't even think about that. The fact that whether you're Muslim or non-Muslim, accepting candy from random houses of people who we do or don't know are infected with COVID-19, hmm, might not be the best decision. But either way, I guess the topic of today is, should your children celebrate Halloween or does it send a conflicting message? And that's what we're gonna tackle today. No worries, it's gonna be light and bright and breezy, but it is gonna be real as usual. Can't wait to talk about it with you. Let's get started. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. It is Friday and it is raining here uncontrollably. I don't know how it is about you, but it's so interesting how when the weather changes, it just makes life so depressing. Now, alhamdulillah, in Islam, we believe that rain is barakah. So, of course, I hope you're making your dua for the rain. And it's nothing negative, obviously. But it is interesting, like I said, how people, especially people who live in those gloomier um, parts of the world. You know, it's funny. I know it rains a lot in the UK. But it's funny. My husband and I went to Ireland about a year ago. And it was the sunniest trip I've ever taken. And I came back and everybody was like, how is Ireland? And I was like, it was gorgeous. I was like the green rolling hills and just the sunshine and the waterfalls. And everybody's like, what country did you go to? That's not Ireland. Ireland is like gloomy and rainy like all the time. And I'm like, well, subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the sunshine for us. So alhamdulillah. Same thing with Umrah. You know, I went to Umrah. Um, oh my gosh, maybe it's about a, two years now. And I had an amazing experience, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. And I didn't have any problems. You know, like sometimes you go to Umrah or Hajj, just FYI, if you're a new Muslim or a Muslim who hasn't gotten to go yet, who's born Muslim, a lot of people tell some really, you know, difficult stories about people who are really challenging, like had no manners, people were pushing them. Because sometimes, you know, people going there from all over the world, everybody's at a different state of self. Not everybody's like, super Islamic all the time. And, you know, people tell me these crazy stories. So I went there and I was like, I had an earth shattering experience. Alhamdulillah, everything was beautiful. Everybody was great with me. I have no idea what you're talking about. So I just want to overemphasize the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As usual, I cannot wait. We are actually six um, episodes into our marriage series. Every Monday, we're doing marriage series, if you don't know that. Or we're giving you tips and have a closer relationship with your husband straight out the Quran and Sunnah. And um, I actually have about 12 of them. I'm thinking to stop the series now, take a break from it, do some other stuff and come back 
Not quite sure. DM me if you feel like you want me to continue with the marriage series or you feel like, yeah, I'm open to something else. Even though you guys know on Fridays, I always do something else different. Uh, but yeah, just debating right now. But today's episode is about Halloween and I want to dig right into that. And, you know, this is a, actually one of the first topics I ever put out um, about a year and a half before I started this podcast. I remember I was typing the blog post for this in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, and I'm having flashbacks of being in an apartment, looking out over the city of, um, you know, Kuala Lumpur and, you know, drinking my coffee and typing it at like 6 a.m. in the morning. It was a beautiful morning. SubhanAllah. If you haven't traveled to Malaysia, it's a gorgeous country. If you're from Malaysia, shout out to you. Um, we took an amazing tour with my family through Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia. Um, we went to Bali there. We went to Jakarta. But um, yeah, to travel across Southeast Asia for about a month, that's what we did with our family, um, <clears throat> totally suggest it. We did a tour and I taught my children about um, Buddhism, Hinduism, and Islam uh, through the people. We went to actual sites and shrines, and it was kind of our social studies exploration of how people can live side by side with different religions. I mean, obviously, there are some things going on all the time in our countries in regards to, you know, on the, on the underbelly of it. But to teach my children hands-on and not out of a textbook, that's the beauty of homeschooling. So yeah, that was an amazing trip that my kids can't stop talking about. So we're looking to go back inshallah ta'ala. I'll let you know when that is. But today we're talking about Halloween. And um, I want to talk about Halloween because this is really hot topic. It's obviously tomorrow. So I want to talk about Halloween because I think a lot of us don't realize that we should consider if Forget about halal haram, even though obviously we never forget about halal and haram. I don't like being that literally, but put that aside for a moment as we we all can have an understanding that, you know, creepy, scary things, shaitanic things are obviously not like amazingly Muslim. I think that's a, obvious, right? But at the same time, putting that to the side a minute, we want to just ask ourselves if this celebration and all of its elements kind of fall in line with our personal beliefs and morals as a family. We're going to be tackling that today for sure. And we're going to make sure that we cover just little snippets of the origins of Halloween and our children fitting in and kind of like how it's important to give our children what they want versus what they need type of a thing and um, how to involve others if you decide not to celebrate. Like, see, these are all the different things that I know we go through. So after years of dealing with that with people, I'm going to put it in like a 10 to 15 minute podcast. So inshallah, visit that. I hope you enjoy. Right before we start, I just want to give you our basic announcements. One, I'm really excited on November 27th. That's when I'm going to release um, the um, free masterclass. And I have an entire course as well for um, emotions, how to control your emotions. A lot of women are really struggling. If I tell you how many phone calls I have a day now, if you guys don't know, I do phone calls. I do discovery 15 minute calls. I'll put the link below in Thailand. I'm so excited that this course is finally gonna come out so women can get the tools. What most women don't know is that your, your difficulty and my difficulty in controlling our emotions, it's not just emotions. There's a lot of biological stuff. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, he gives us the tools, but we also have to understand the biology of our own self so we can respond accordingly. So really excited that those skills will come out so women can stop feeling horrible. Um, number two, we have a book club. I am so excited, guys. And you guys were like, literally in one day, I had 350 messages like within like five hours. Boom. You guys like, yes. And I was like, really? People still read? But alhamdulillah, the legacy of Iqra lives on. So inshallah, bismillah. Get on our book list because it's going to close really soon. 
by November 4th, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala. Get on the waiting list. It's below. Last, as you guys know, Thrive Muslimah, the registration is closing. You've probably heard me say Thrive Muslimah a bazillion times, and it's a reason. It's because my heart and soul is there. I don't want to just podcast to you guys every day. I want to connect with you in real ways. So I'm really close to so many of you that you have now um, gravitated to our online exclusive community there. And that's where we spend a lot of time together growing and thriving in a real, real way. So looking forward to working with more of you there. If you're not already on, doors are closing um, within this week. So inshallah, bismillah, please do try to hop on. All right, guys. So let's talk about Halloween. So first of all, how to talk to our kids about Halloween, if we should celebrate, all that good stuff. Well, there's so many mothers who truly love their kids. Let me just say that right now. They really want them to be happy and just kind of feel good about themselves. We want our kids to fit in. We want them to have a part in a larger society in a positive way. Totally get that. Now, I don't care if you're a Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, or a practicing person of some other sort. I have had this conversation with so many mothers. Um, it's not just a religious thing. It's about how we want to ultimately raise our kids. And it's about conveying to our children with our core beliefs as a family, um, you know, like how to live our lives every day. And it's about making sure that we properly guide our children and follow through with our actions and decisions as parents um, in a way that's healthy for them, psychological and spiritually, psychologically and spiritually. And so Halloween right? Is it a harmless day or is it something your kids should participate in? Now, FYI, in New York, a lot of Muslims celebrate Halloween. So let's get real on this right now. Um, on the down low, people don't talk about it, but they're like trick-or-treating with their kids and dressing them up and all kinds of crazy, scary things. And so I think we should talk about it because, um, it's clearly happening, right? Um, so I'm going to leave this decision, you know, is it a harmless day? So let me put this question out at the beginning of the podcast, and hopefully we can answer it for you. Is it a harmless holiday, or is it something your kids should participate in? I'm going to leave the decision ultimately up to you. I'm not here to preach at you. But what I will do is share what my own research as an educator who has dealt with this with countless former students of various backgrounds and parents and as a mother of 20 years of experience plus um, in dealing with my own kids in this holiday and i um, kind of going to share with you what, what I've come to deal with and the questions I share below have kind of helped me to review my own belief and solidify my own decision like some some Muslims are on the fence about it and I want to speak to them today too because I want to give you information that could hopefully empower you to make a decision that you feel will be like, yeah, yeah, that's what I feel is right for my family. Like, I hope to just create that that um, sense of surety, like in, in that. So the first exercise I want you to do in deciding whether or not your kids should celebrate Halloween, if you're unsure, or if you're like feeling conflicted, or if you're doing it already, um, is does this celebration and its elements fall in line with our personal beliefs as a Muslim family? or our morals just in general as a family, right? Everybody raises their kids a bit different. Each of our homes are different, even though we're Muslim. Now, again, this can apply to any mom with any religious background. So if you have a Christian friend that might enjoy this conversation, more than welcome to share with them. But in general, this is a question we should ask believing people, right? And in the classroom, by the way, I had many mothers who were Catholic and Buddhist, because um, as you guys know, I worked as an educator for many years. I trained teachers in the US and Dubai. This is what I've done for years, um, other than all the other 20 years side by side of community service that I did for Muslim community. But I had a lot of parents that came to me and they were not Muslim, Catholic and Buddhist, pulled me to the side as their child's teacher at the time and asked me not to have their kids and participate in Halloween. 
And I was very interested in knowing why. And they explained that it was something that went with their family beliefs due to its origins and um, associations with the underworld. And I totally got their 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 issue and I respected their wishes. So as a, as a teacher, I made a point um, not to celebrate it in my classroom in a way uh, you know, that was challenging to people who believed or didn't believe in it. I found a way to make the environment of my classroom something where people felt comfortable and parents didn't have to worry if their kids were going to go to school and celebrate Halloween. So this is what I want you to consider. Do we believe in the religious significance of Halloween? Because there is a religious significance, guys. It's not some innocent trick-or-treating. Don't let them fool you. You know, like, let's just open our eyes. And the reason I'm not talking like conspiracy theory, I'm talking like this is common public knowledge that it is a religious affiliation 100 percent. so even though everybody likes to they make it um halloween and trick-or-treating because it's a huge business the candy business at halloween just imagine if you're a candy maker numbers soar you can't wait till october you're like whoop that's when all my sales go up so yes that's why they make it so cute and sweet and everybody takes pictures on pinterest because it's making them a lot of money but besides that i mean i i we're not slaves to the economy okay so we have our own brains so let's just think for ourselves is the message of scaring and harming others for amusement something we want our children to participate in and unconsciously believe is okay considering the content of many halloween movies and scary activities and some people will say well i don't i don't participate in that part of it we just you know dress them up as whatever character of the year mm, no you can't do that because it's kind of it's an all or nothing thing and that's what i think some of us have tricked ourselves into believing like we could just deal with part of it no because your kids get older that becomes a family tradition i want us to be real about that okay do we want our children to fear other things than allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's something else I want us to consider, all right? So these are all things when we think about alignment with our morals and beliefs, do we believe that the religious significance aligns with our significance? Is the message of scaring and harming others something we want our kids to participate in, think is okay? And do we want our children to fear things other than Allah? And to get in this holiday celebration of scary, scary, fear, fear, is that not against Islam? Number two, so I'm not even talking about halal and haram here. I'm just being common sense. I'm appealing to common sense, okay? Number two, do I know the origins and history of the celebration? So if your answer is no, then you need to say to yourself, well, then why am I celebrating it? Am I celebrating things and having my children celebrate things that I don't fully understand? Hmm, where's my responsibility in that as a parent? So I do have a basic resource. I'm gonna see if I could link it below on Halloween. It's super, super basic. I think I'm even gonna wick... Uh, link wikipedia which is just so basic um and it's just will explain to you some christian origins of it and some other origins like there's so many origins there's a scottish origins like there's a celtic origins and a gaelic and there's so many crazy things that i think we haven't delved into so i encourage you to delve into it because this is something if you're going to have your kids go out and do that you should be able to clearly say you know what it is um because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask us he will ask you, he will ask me, and there's accountability in this stuff, right? So let's at least delve into it, figure it out, do a five-minute read, check it out. Number three, and this I only have two more points, is is my child fitting in more important than having them follow our core beliefs as a family? And I say core beliefs because obviously our core beliefs are going to be Islam, but you also have your own like beliefs as a mother. I talk to tons of mothers every day. I had a parenting uh, workshop the other day. We were talking about how to stop yelling at your kids. 
by the way, um, if you're in Thrive, that PDF just went up. Yeah, you guys see right. See, that's the beauty of Thrive. Right in the workshop, women were like, "Oh my gosh, I need to print this so I could have this because I'm not going to be able to do this at the moment when I want to scream at my kid because this is a real thing, right?" And so I was like, "Would you guys like me to make a PDF?" And they're like, "Yes, please." So within 24 hours, we made the PDF and we put it there so women can download it. Now I'm going to get a whole bunch of DMs of women going, how can I download it? And I'm going to tell you, if you're a Thrive member, it's there. That's what I keep telling you guys. I make exclusive additional things for these women because I put my heart and soul into them there because they have committed themselves to working at a deeper level. And so I, I really want women to know that I'm I'm so committed to you guys if you guys want to do that. And inshallah, since Ada, like I said, the link for Thrive will be below. But I want us to consider, is my child fitting in more important than having them follow our core beliefs? Because there comes a point where what we have to consider is, are we willing to compromise what our family messaging is um, just to fit in with their friends and the parties? Um, I had an issue just yesterday because my kids go to... Um, like a karate class and they're having a huge uh, Halloween celebration. And, and I had to remind my kids and one of them is five that, you know, I had dealt with this is the older kids. So the older kids know already. Um, but with every new child, you have to just reestablish. And I had to explain to them that I have to speak to the teacher and see if it's a true Halloween party or if they're just handing out donuts at the end or something like I have to find out what's going on. And I let them know that. And I was super honest with them about that. Yeah. So, I mean, even today, every day I will experience the same thing, but see, I've gone through these questions and that's why I want to share them with you. So many influential figures such as Muhammad, peace be upon him and Jesus, peace be upon him and Buddha and, you know, Socrates. And I'm talking about just big figures, Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs, just to name a few. Okay. were completely mocked and made fun of for not following society. I'm going to say some of those names again. Muhammad, peace be upon him. Jesus, peace be upon him. Buddha, um, Socrates, Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs. You're like, how can you put them together in the same sentence? I'm telling you why. They all have something in common. There are great people that we have learned things from. I'm not saying we all follow everyone, right? Some of them have their issues, right? But there are people that at the time when they were alive, everybody was like, you're crazy. Tell me I'm not right. These were people who are immense figures. Now the Prophet, peace be upon him, Isa obviously elevated amongst all, but were made to feel like something was wrong with their thought process. Something was wrong with their approach to life. Albert Einstein was mocked and belittled and bullied. Steve Jobs was thought to be crazy for his new innovative things with Apple. Everybody's addicted to Apple right now. Steve Jobs has passed. Albert Einstein, how many of his things have changed the way we live every day? The prophet peace be upon him, Isa I'm like, how, I mean, I don't need to go into their effect on us, right? But I want you to know, going against the grain of society, ghurabah, the strangers, right? This is what is expected of us that no one is gonna all accept us. And if we have this need to make our kids fit in and to make us fit in, it says a little something about where we are with our identity. If we're grappling with that, if we're struggling with that, if we're like, oh, I want my kid to fit in because I want him to feel bad. Well, guys, we need to prime them for life because being Muslim means people are not going to like you in this day and age. Look at India. 
Look at all these places in the world right now. Look at France. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our people. There comes a point where we're not going to get along with everybody, not because we're trying not to, but because of the, the simple fact of who we are. So at some point, we have to instill this in our kids from the beginning, that you don't base you, how good you feel about yourself or how happy your day is on what everybody thinks of you, right? There's a deeper thing. Y'all, it's just Halloween, cut it out. Kids are just No, this is an everyday lesson. You don't compromise every day just because, you know, it's hard for them. No, guys, come on. Where, where is our core beliefs? Where are they? Come on now, stop. Islamically, as Rasul said, Islam came as something strange and will return as something strange. So give glad tidings to the strangers. We are never meant to fit in, but instead be defined and set a high moral precedent. Let's do it in a bold way, right? Are we doing that? That's the real question, guys. Are we doing that? Are we teaching our kids to be extraordinary or just follow everyone else because it's easy, right? What about our core beliefs, right? That was it. And the last one I want us to consider is it is more important to give my child what they want or what they need. This is huge. This will make or break your parenting. I'm talking as a mother who has kids over 20 and I now have grandkids. And children will always naturally follow after feel-good activities and desires, guys. So if you're a new mom, know that. If you are a mom that's got teens or been around a while, then you already know that, right? It's natural, right? In their sensitive development stages to want to fit in. Our job is to guide them, to coach them, to facilitate them through their emotions at the moment and lead them away from impulses and instead to more reflective and meaningful lifestyles. That's our job. That is the definition of parenting, right? Yes, they're gonna complain. Yes, they're gonna kick and stream and tell you that you've ruined their life. And guess what? Uh, as the old saying goes, and tomorrow they'll forget. And they'll get over it. Those type of small things, they'll get over it. What they won't forget and what they won't get over is us every year instilling in them that Fitting in is what matters most and do what you got to do because, you know, that compromising, that will stay with them. And then when they get older, they're going to compromise at their job. They're going to compromise in their marriage. They're going to compromise in ways that are un-Islamic that we're going to go, how did they get like that? And they're going to go, oh, I kind of reinforced it unconsciously and I didn't realize, right? So let's pretend that this year you're like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I'm not going to celebrate Halloween this year. Let's just pretend you have that thought. Well, you're going to get a lot of opposition. So let's just address that lastly right here because we all know it's going to happen. Let's let's go into it if it's your spouse. Well, have a heart-to-heart -heart with your spouse about your feelings. Kind of convey to him your reasoning. Um, you can rewind this podcast and write down the, the four things I'm talking about. Does this celebration and its elements fall in line with your personal belief and morals as a family? Talk to your husband about that and how you've been reflecting on that. Right. And number two, um, the origins of Halloween, be like, hey, check them out. Realize maybe we should talk about this. Is my children fitting in more important than Holly having them follow their core beliefs? Tell your husband you're having a little reflection on that and you just want to talk to him. And is it more important to have to give my children what they want or what they need? You know, explain to him that you want to approach this in a way that you think will have some more long term benefits So you have that conversation with your spouse and try to see if you can be um, making a collective decision. And what you both agree is the best for your kids for the years to come, right? If not, if not, just not to confuse your kids. Because I think 
Going against your core beliefs randomly at times of the year can be confusing, right? When Muslims start celebrating Christmas and they start celebrating Halloween, when they know it doesn't really fit in, it's a little conflicting for kids. You're confusing them. I'm confusing them. It's a little bit weird for them because it, it, it doesn't really fit in. We all know that, but it's like, what are we trying to give a long-term message in, right? So what about if it's your family? Okay, let's have you and your husband, you're on the same page, you're cool. But your aunties and uncles and mom or cousin, everybody's like, what's your deal, man? Come out with us and celebrate Halloween. Let's go trick-or-treating. Like I said, COVID-19 this year, not sure that will be popular. But either way, having a harmless little party somewhere. Well, I know family can be hard, okay? I've always sung a different tune with my family and gotten tons of backlash. So I am the queen of dealing with that. But you know what I'm really happy about? The fact that I listened to my intuition and I'm proud of how my children turned out, okay? So now my kids are grown and they have their kids and I'm proud of how they turned out. I don't I don't regret any of the backlash because it was worth it. And do you know what feels right is usually the right thing. Um, what Do what you feel is right for your kids and come to terms with that and come to terms with not everybody agreeing with you. Um, it doesn't really matter. It matters is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us. And do what you believe is right, regardless of the guilt trips that everyone's going to put on you about your parenting. Everyone's entitled to his or her opinion, not just the person who's lecturing you. Okay? But it is it is just that. It's their opinion. You can have your own as well. That's your right. Okay? And lastly, just be patient with your family members. They're going to say a lot of stuff. Just, you know, be understanding. Okay, thanks. Duly noted. Thank you for that opinion. And then keep it moving. Do what you got to do. And if it's teacher, just blatantly tell your teacher, guys, don't be shy. I mean, let's get over this point at, at this point. We're grown adults. We shouldn't be shy about what we believe. I've had parents come to me, not shy at all. Totally respected them, right? Tell them that your kid can't participate. Better yet, don't send them to school that day. It's actually easier, to be honest. In the past, that's what I used to do. I used to be like, all right, we're staying home. And I would give my kids, my kids like, but I'm missing out on all the candy and donuts. And I'm like, oh, you and candy and donuts? Sure. We'll have, we'll have something way better than candy and donuts. And I made sure I gave them something way better that I knew they loved to, to, they feel this sense of missing out. There is that reality, right? So what I do is I just give them something else that I know will be even better. Be like, do you really want just some random candy and donuts? I have something way better. And then we make an agreement on what that is. And I'd be like, Allah is more valuable than any amount of, you know, sweets in a bag someone's going to give you. Let's not, let's not, you know, demote Allah to putting that over him. And, you know, just lastly, just, you know, my story, I told my kids the, the history of Halloween. I made them understand that why we don't celebrate and how it isn't aligned with our family values. And I told them that I love them and I want them to be happy. But more than anything else, I want a lot to be happy with them, with all of us. And so for that reason, I had to make this decision. And then I gave them options that were healthy and we worked more with our core values. And in the end, we all decided to focus on, instead of Halloween in this time of year, we focus on seasonal change. We went apple picking, we went pumpkin picking, we baked together, we 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 made gifts for family members. If you check my Instagram, I'm about to come out with a YouTube video, guys, where I'm gonna share our our apple picking and how we created gifts for our family and share them with others. I changed the whole focus of the year from being Halloween 
to being appreciating the bounty that Allah gave us in this time of year in terms of food and seasons and things like that. And I focused on that and totally cut Halloween out the picture because there was no need for it. It didn't really fit with our core beliefs. There was nothing beneficial for us that we were going to gain from it. And it actually was just another opportunity for me to teach my children how to manage their beliefs in a system where not everybody agreed with them. Right. So if you take something away, replace it from them. If you do take away something, she's like, no, Halloween, haram, no, and take it away. No, I'm not. I don't agree with that either. So I gave you some options. I told you some things to think about. Talk to your children. Be real. Will they all appreciate your words? Not now. Later when they're parents, they will. Believe me. And then also like um, just give replace with something better. Have a different tradition that has nothing to do with things that are conflicting with your beliefs. I hope that was really, really helpful. I just wanted to really get that information out there for moms that I know are struggling. Many people are asking me and I want to make sure you had kind of like a solid answer. I had mentioned this a long while back, probably like in episode 74 when I was sitting in Malaysia, looking out over the balcony with a, a cup of coffee and just envisioning what could I do with Mindful Muslim and this podcast as I was just starting out. And here I am with you guys, 160 something episodes later, just really, really grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be able to connect with you. Don't forget to join the book club. We are starting this week. And don't forget if you've already been just thinking about Thrive and it sounded good, don't wait too much longer, guys, because it is closing. Thank you so much, guys. And I look forward to talking to you again on Monday with our Marriage Mondays, inshallah, bismillah. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.